Hello, hello. Welcome back to On My Way the Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our mic check. <laughs> I'm Alexandra. And I'm Megan. And here we are again. Here we, we are again. Um, this is so Hot Girl Summer transitioned into consistent podcasting autumn. Yes. Um, it actually did get cold this week. I came I'm back from California. Right it's because we don't have heat on in the house. That's true. After those Pico bills, I don't think we're going to be I using electricity like, for a while. Let's see. It was 48 degrees. It got very cold out of nowhere earlier today. It's 46 degrees and raining, so that's lovely. I was at eating lunch outside today, and I was, like, perfectly comfortable in, like, a light jacket, and then all of a sudden we were both like, wait a minute, you get really cold, like, let's call it cold. <laughs> um, yeah, so winter really does come at a snap. You get, like, three days of nice fall weather, and then all of a sudden it's, it's too cold, so... I think we're entering the too cold portion. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Like clockwork, November 1st. I realized when I came up here, your room is not as cold as mine. My room is not supposed to be a bedroom. It's like kind of tucked into the back of the house. Um, and it is freezing in there. I couldn't feel my hands. Yeah. It was definitely a pro in the summer because I feel like your room was always a little colder in the summer when it was like air conditioning but my room has like stayed a little warmer so now that we're transitioning into the colder months I'm like okay that's not too bad a little pro for this time true um Halloween happened yeah tell us about your Halloween um my Halloween was pretty good I actually did a lot of things one of the things that I did was buy $20 worth of candy and get so excited that we were going to have trick-or-treaters, and then nobody came. I'm also scared at the dent that the four of us have made in that candy thing so far. Yeah, well, now we all have to eat it on our own, so... I mean, challenge accepted, I but... was going to say, we could always just take it and walk around the neighborhood, look for kids, and just offer it to them. Be like, hey, come here, you want some candy? Hey, kids. <laughs> come here, we can drive around <laughs> in one of our cars, lure yeah. them in. Yeah. Come on in, we got candy for you. <laughs> happy november <laughs> yeah so that's gonna be fun um alexandra and her non-boyfriend did a couple's costume we did yeah we did two <laughs> couples costumes i thought it was funny when they were talking about how at the party everybody's like so what are you and you were like because mm, it's a tough question but then like did people even ask us that i thought look i wasn't weird shape when we got back from the Harry Styles concert but weren't you saying how people at the party were asking people weren't asking me they were asking Italia oh what did Italia say she was like I don't know (laughs) figure it out they're just doing their thing figure it out yourself man yeah go ask them yourself this is an update though um golden retriever boy even though his name is very accessible if you follow us on tiktok um he's wonderful he's very stagnant right now we're chilling we're having a good time um, there, he actually just posted an update on his TikTok. So cute. So if you so want to see cute. that, go check out his TikTok. It's at Brando Kane. And that there's literally his, pretty much his first name and last name. So how <laughs> 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 about it? <laughs> we love anonymity. Yeah. So go check out his TikTok. If you want it a little more so, details. It was so cute. It's very cute. Um, yeah. Tell us about your costumes. Um, our costumes, our our first costume. So we we had a Halloween party at our house. For that, um, for that party, we dressed up as Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. But I was Machine Gun Kelly and he was Megan Fox, and that was pretty fun. My costume was very comfortable. Um, I just wore like 
all white kind of and then the top I like bedazzled it and put some funky earrings in it was fun did some drew some tattoos on me um and then for another party he dressed up as Harry Styles and I dressed up as Taylor Swift that was a very last minute thing and since I already had my Taylor Swift fit from our 22nd birthday I just kind of threw that together um that footage of him being Harry is also on TikTok, if you want to see that. I just thought of this, but you know how Taylor, there's that picture of Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo, like, Taylor, Olivia's like, eh, with her tongue out, and Taylor's yeah. like, we could have done that in an alternate reality, because mm, I have brown hair, and I put the stickers on my face, was like, eh. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Or maybe just, like, for fun. I was day. busy on a date with my husband, Harry. Oh, yeah. There were about 4,000 other people there, but still very <laughs> intimate from the nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah, so Megan and um, our other roommate went to see Harry over the weekend. It was like, it kind of worked out because, like, me and Natalia got to go, and then you and Maddie got to go. And um, Maddie was telling us how the girls she sat by were being really nice to her, and they asked her where she was from, and she said, Oh, I'm from Philly. And they were like, Where? And she was like, oh, sorry, Philadelphia. And they were like, what's that? And she was like, oh, it's like um, it's like the biggest you know, city in um, Pennsylvania. And they were like, Pennsylvania? <laughs> These girls look, were from Milwaukee. Look, they were, they were great. I love their energy. They were phenomenal. I don't know how you don't know what Philadelphia is. I asked them if they just like, I didn't ask them. I asked Maddie if they just did not be awake during history class for their entire elementary school. For their entire life. Like, have you heard of Ben Franklin? Do you know what the Liberty Bell is? Granted. Philadelphia used to be the capital of the United States. True. Did not know that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I actually, I thought it was, no, we're not going into this. Um, Yeah, I sometimes lack. Well, okay. So, Never mind. <laughs> I was going to make a long story short, I f- did not realize that the 9-11 memorial was called the Freedom Tower. I knew there was a 9-11 memorial, did not know it was called the Freedom Tower, and I found out that the Empire State Building this weekend was not still the tallest building in New York City, and I was a little shocked that they would be dethroned however i love that it was dethroned for a good cause right <laughs> so we're we gonna end that i mean like to be fair i feel like if someone just completely out of context came up to me and was like what's the freedom tower i'd be like um 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 yeah i would I not know. know what it was but yeah i don't know it just it shakes up your knowledge when you think that see, if we got more listeners, people would hate on me saying I'm stupid. I don't think we have quite the bandwidth for that yet, but I do sound really stupid right now. I'm aware of that. I mean, these people from Milwaukee don't even know what Pennsylvania that is. Was, so. sh- that shook me. Like, I'll tell you that. It would be less likely that we would know what Milwaukee is than they, like... I, and they didn't even like, know. They no. asked her, they were like, oh, is that north or south of here? They were in New York City. That, no, 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 that, no... That blows my mind that you wouldn't know where Pennsylvania was when you're right next to Pennsylvania. Also, like, I know Omaha. Maybe they didn't even know that, like, geologically where they were. Kansas City. Know where that is. Um, Look, like, how do you not... Like, I just... Even if you're not from the East Coast, like, I know the big cities in the Midwest. 
Yeah, the, which is only Chicago. <laughs> and Milwaukee. Milwaukee's pretty big. Kansas City. Kansas Apparently City, Missouri. Their, their school wild. system is must just not be doing it over there because none of them knew. It wasn't like one of their friends chimed in and was like, oh, yeah, silly, silly friend. Silly, silly That's wrong. Um, yeah, so we did, I almost, oh, I filmed um, a video of just like panning from like Harry Styles, I zoomed in really far and I have it zoomed in really out and I was going to put it on the TikTok, I still might, of just like POV, you're on a different bumble than Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> As like a duet follow-up, TBD. Yes, I did work out in that department. Um, but yeah, Halloween was really fun. Harry Styles concert was awesome. Um, that was only my second time going to New York City ever, even though I live an hour and a half away, which is kind of wild. And um, an hour and a half south for those of you who don't for those know of geography. you who are from Milwaukee. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but we had a ha- so Alexandra mentioned the Halloween party. I thought that was canceled, so I came home from a wedding at 10 p.m. and I was expecting to like pregame. We were gonna go out for Halloween. I did not expect there to be like a full party in the living room. And then even more people showed up, and it was delightful. Um, and everybody in the house was in rough shape when we woke up the next morning, for the most part. So that was fun. It was fun. I'm a big fan of Halloween. It really came and it went very quickly, though. So fast. Yeah, the whole fall season. But the next morning, I'll tell you about our New York sip- New York City trip, since you asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we drove up, and then we got sushi. This is like... Then we got sushi and sat in the hotel room and talked about Harry Styles and then went and it was really, really cool. The concert was amazing. He wore his little Dorothy costume and I love the little dance moves he makes with his legs. Um, he is just a ball of energy and I feel like every time I watch a documentary on some sort of artist or band, I feel like there's always scenes of them just like before they go out on tour and they're like miserable and they don't want to go out and they're tired and they're sick of it and they're bored. Um... And I really, I kind of feel guilty sometimes before big concerts like that because I'm like, do they want to be here? But he seemed like he really wanted to be there. And then the next day we woke up, got the fattest bagel I have ever seen. It was the most beautiful combination of a New York bagel with salmon, scallion cream cheese, capers, red onions, and tomatoes. And we were literally full. We ate it at like 11 a.m. And we left New York around what, like five, I think? Yeah, around five and we were not hungry still like we had just like stayed completely full from all of that um and then we went to city pups and i fell in love with this little dog and for the past 48 hours i have been thinking about going back to new york city to adopt that dog i do not think it's in the cards but i thought a name instead of lila like indy like imagine indy as a puppy <laughs> that'd be cute and that's like my new like dog name i think because i've been thinking about getting a dog for a few years and i always told myself it'd be the slow season after I graduated college, but now that it, I'm at that point, I don't think I can take one on at this moment, but when I do, it'll be a little little golden thing named Indy, so that'll be fun. It's going to be golden? It might be. I have a feeling it will. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, that was weekend, Halloween update, recap. Anything else exciting going on? I got my COVID booster and my flu shot in one day, so that's really exciting. I was down and out from that, um, but definitely definitely get vaccinated if you haven't done that. We love vaccines. Um, great, great thing. If I, not as many people, I think, have gotten sick 
from the booster, but I just got, like, I got very sick after my second dose, and I kind of had the same thing happen with my COVID booster, so it just kind of depends, but it's different. I was talking to you about this, but it's different being sick and knowing that, like, you know exactly what the reason Mm -hmm. is and that it's not going to last that long. And that you're going to be okay. Yeah, and that it's, like, your body is doing that for a reason, so... Mm-hmm. Like, your body's going to be able to fight it off, and it's protecting you in the long run. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like you're kind of out of the woods coming back. When you when she got home last night, she was quivering, and I was like, oh, this is... Yeah, that was very not bad. Not going to be good. <laughs> that was very bad. Um, no, that was the worst of it, though. We're good. We're good now. We're pretty much chilling. I have one more wedding left. I've been talking nonstop on this podcast about weddings and referencing to that. I have one more left in my normal season, and then I have a few in December, but this kind of wraps up the crazy busy thing, and I'm super excited to not respond to every weekend planned with, I can't come, I have a wedding. Um, Hashtag photographer probs. I know, because it's like (laughs) all my weekends are working, and then like during the day, like right now, I'm, you know, home, doing work from home, free, like I could go, I could go out tonight, I could nowhere to be tomorrow morning unfortunately most of um the country and all of my roommates do not have that luxury of the flip schedule but i am really excited to go into a slower season um it's been very 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 nerve-wracking and frustrating and just like feeling like i'm dropping all the balls because there's just a lot of balls rolling around and i'm like overwhelmed but slowly they're getting cleared away and i notice like i'm a lot more productive when i have less to do Um, which is really weird because it used to be like the opposite. I used to thrive under pressure like in school and college and stuff but now it's like when I have a solid amount of work that I know I can get done in one day it like seems to go by a lot faster. Well speaking of the differences in different ages and time periods of our lives that brings up the topic of our episode today which is dating throughout the ages. I knew the second I said from <laughs> high school and college, I was like, this is the perfect segue. It so is. I stopped rambling about little things. You can cut all that, like, rambling out. <laughs> um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about dating culture throughout the years. So obviously, like, middle school relationships, very different than, like, your first relationship outside of college. And I don't know. This isn't too serious. I don't have any strong and fast tips except for, like, don't take yourself super seriously when you're, like, middle school relationship. But I'm excited to just, like, talk about the nuances in that way. Yeah, and this is something we have, we've touched on this a lot throughout the lifespan of our podcast, but it's kind of nice to put it all into one condensed episode and do a side-by-side comparison of all these things. So, starting off, I guess, with dating in middle school. Did you? That sends shivers down my spine. It, it does. I like <laughs> I say that. I felt a little sick when you said that. My yeah. stomach made a noise. Like, yeah. Ugh. Um. Did you have a boyfriend in middle school? No. Dating in middle school was something that I did not partake in. No, I did not either. Technically. So we will be speaking from um, other people's experiences and what and so okay something a huge thing that starts in middle school is crushes and infatuations and lusts and me crushes infatuated with every boy when I was in first grade literally like I just think that in middle school it really intensifies and especially like seventh and eighth grade I don't know I think that like you'll just really like attach on one guy and you'll be like they are so hot and you'll just like 
I don't know. It's it's so <laughs> it just becomes so intense when you're like in that preteen age. I had the most debilitating crushes. Like they were borderline like mental disorders. That was yeah, because you're like, if we don't date, I will never be <laughs> I was, like hyper fixating on them. Um, actually, to run it back, I actually did have a boyfriend for like a year in middle school, but it does not oh, yeah. count <laughs> at all. Like we, it was one of those things where like. He, this is like the most middle school a middle school relationship gets, but he was like, um, do you want to date? And I was like, sure. And we didn't talk for a year, and then a year later we broke up. Right. So I think that sums it up. I think a um, lot of it is just starting out as cr- like crush rumors. Mm-hmm. There are always those rumors flying around about like, oh, Joe likes Miranda and stuff like that. And then you have to just like, I don't know. In, in cases like that, I would... But always, like, pretend to not know. Like, what? I didn't know they had a crush on me. I do appreciate how sweet middle school relationships are and how just, like, bold of, like... Because now, you know, we have the talking stage and the dating stage and people go on dates and all this stuff. In middle school, it's like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And then they're like, yes. And two days later, they're like, I love you. And, you know, five days later, they're broken up. It has, like, the lifespan of, like, one of those gnats at a ball game. But it's really sweet looking back, and they're all innocent. And I remember, like... This is a very random anecdote, but um, I was in middle school. I think it was like seventh grade, and there was a new guy, um, and we. I was like, out. new guy. It was a new guy, and he was a bad boy. He was new a bad, bad boy. And bad boy. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, who was it? I don't know him, but he sounds hot. <laughs> he was a wrestler. That oh. <laughs> um, he that name is hot. It's a hot name for sure. But I remember I was like playing basketball with one of my neighborhood friends and we were talking and he was like, did you hear he's a virgin? And I was like, how embarrassing for him. (laughs) What are you, 12? What? And and I was like, and I was like, yeah. And then he's like, that means he's had sex. And I was like, no. (laughs) Bestie, no. You're confused. And then we were just like sitting there shook because this guy's had sex and we were like That is actually terrifying. In, it's okay, I think he was it's older, I think he was held back, but still like the still. idea like I remember like when people would kiss in middle school and I was like as a middle schooler I was like still aware of like my age and I was like, That's gross, that's young. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's shocking. I remember there are always, like, scandals like that in middle school. I remember hearing a rumor that, like, some girl let this guy um, touch her boobs, like, in the middle school hallway, <laughs> like, during class. Shocking. And, like, it was the hugest scandal. I was like, what? Yeah. This was sixth mm-hmm. grade. Or, like, when... this. What's really sad is when, like, someone does something and it gets out and then the whole school knows there is nothing I saw that happen to a couple people in like 8th grade and that like it was honestly heartbreaking because it's like so much to process at a young age and I don't think like middle schoolers are capable of like processing that far stuff I think it's a little too mature and I really heartbreaking to see like the young ones get the youngins why am I calling middle schoolers youngins is there not a better word they are but it's just it's so sad because they're like entering and I feel like there's this idea especially in eighth grade when you're about to be in high school and you like want to rush growing up because you just want to be a big kid because your middle school is literally like when you're in middle school you think that you're no longer a little kid but you truly are 
so small, so tiny, I, well, so young. I think back now on being in, in sixth grade, I thought I was old. I was 10 when I started right. sixth grade, right. like 11. Right. What the heck? Like, that's so weird to think about. Oh my gosh, I just remembered I have my own um, bad boy story oh, from middle school. Do we share now? I think we should share with the class. I think we should. Um, so, also a new student. I But this was sixth grade, so there were a lot of new students. So mm-hmm. there were like what, four elementary schools that combined into our middle school. Wait, who was it? Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> he was bad. Yeah, he was really bad. Even in sixth grade, yeah. he was bad. Oh my gosh. So he did he had he had come from the private school or I is think before he so. went? I'm not sure. I remember, but he was bad. His, throughout the, high school, he was like in and out of school too. He was like always. He was the first suspended. person that I've ever met that had. Um, like seen weed in person and yeah, I thought oh I was blown away because yes. I thought that was a fake thing that I remember finding exist. out that people actually did drugs yeah, and I was like, like wait 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 I thought wait. this was a television bit <laughs> same <laughs> so this guy I'm in sixth grade he's in like my geography class or something he's pretty cute like mm-hmm. yeah, he's he, has, a good guy. he has an intrigue he kind of has that Justin Bieber thing going on which is hot at the time mm-hmm. um the hottest boy in my grade had an exact um, Justin Bieber replica haircut, and all the girls were obsessed with him. Incredible. Different guy, but yes. Um, so this guy, we didn't really talk. I was the epitome of just like a pure, innocent little girl. Again, I was 11. <laughs> As um, you should. Right. And so I, I didn't talk to this guy much. I was just like, and I wasn't crazy obsessed over him. It wasn't that type of thing. I just like recognized that he was cute. And then he... Throughout the year, I figured out how much of a bad boy he actually was, and there were a lot of rumors about him, um, like, with, like, drugs and girls and stuff like that. At the very end of the year, he asks me if he can sign my yearbook. I let him. He writes. He's like, hey, Alexandra, in the beginning of the year, I had a huge crush on you, but I would never want to tell you. Anyways, hope you have a good summer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, could have corrupted no you. way. No way. I like didn't even think he knew who I was type of thing. You know what I mean? So I felt pretty cool in that moment. Oh I was gosh. like, what? Like, what if we date? Imagine what a different reality like, where like, you fully were corrupted by him. Oh my god, yeah. That, that's actually crazy to think about. I don't think I would have let it get there. But yeah, that fueled my then 12 year old ego a little bit for the last week of school <laughs> i love it walking around like hot shit um yearbook signing was a huge culture in oh yeah middle and high school too that was like and you would like save pages for your best friends yeah. to write on and they could write on like the middle pages too yes yeah oh that gosh. was fun good times i don't know i don't i feel like i don't have much more to say about middle school it's just like very intense. I don't know if people went on dates in middle school either. I just remember people, like, certain people would hold hands in the hallway and then they would, like, hang out at football games. Football mm-hmm. game culture was huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, they would, like, like, people would always, I feel like, get asked out at football games. Mm-hmm. Will you be my girlfriend? Yeah, because middle school was, the hangouts were almost strictly in school except for like the ice yeah. rink um oh my god why was that a thing yeah i do not know like i want to go to an ice rink but i'm scared of the middle schoolers i haven't you know that's gone now it's a church what it's not it's no longer an ice skating that rink. was it's my church. church in middle school i know <laughs> sorry that's not okay to say <laughs> oh 
Um, yeah, no, middle school, I think middle school dating can be summed up by the fact that it's very emotionally intense, but very like, like handholding is like the physical definition of middle school intense yes. for dating. And I really don't know of many people who hung out with their significant others or were allowed to like outside of. Like, if I was a parent right now, my sixth grade daughter would not be allowed to see a boy in it, like, a, like a closed room. Like, no, they were not going down to the basement. They can be in the kitchen when oh, I am yeah. there. Like, I will be supervising yeah. at all I, times. Oh, my goodness. I just thought of another middle school story that happened. I think when I was in seventh or eighth grade, there was an it couple mm-hmm. in my grade. Um, I don't talk to any of them because I don't talk. I'm very shy in middle school. We were at a middle school social. I don't know if the audience had socials, but they're like little dances for middle schoolers. It's frightening. And I went to stop by the water fountain because I was so tired from dancing to Gangnam Style and Get Low. And I turned the corner to go to the water fountain, which is kind of secluded. And I turned to see this it couple, the most popular couple in our grade, making out around the corner of the hallways. I think I was in seventh grade. I... Almost ran smack into them, like right smack into them, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I turned around oh my god! And ran away, and I immediately told all my friends, I was like, guys, you will never guess what I just saw. It was like the hottest tea of the night. It was, it was insane. The middle school is a time, and then the crushes and infatuations just get more intense, and you move on to high school. My. My ninth and 10th grade crushes, different one each year, mm, best yeah. friends, same vibe, different flavors. I would not, there's nothing you could offer me in this world to go back and relive the feeling of those intense, like... It's insane. It's insane. Like, why are teenagers allowed to feel that intense about someone they don't know i don't know i still can't look this guy in the face yeah from ninth grade like i was obsessed and like that is so creepy like if someone felt that way about me i would like call in a like a law and order (laughs) like get a restraining order okay if a man like felt like had that much of an infatuation about me now who i wasn't interested in i'd be like oh Oh gosh, it gives me the ick. I gave myself, I give myself, I can't think about it too much before spiraling. I just feel like 12, 13, 14, 15, like those are the ages for the the real intense. And there's so much different, like even the dynamic between a ninth grade relationship and a 12th grade relationship is so different, but you're being directly exposed to these. That's why it freaks me out when seniors are dating freshmen. Oh, that is predatory. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it is so, it is like, you know, that's. Like, that's the almost the equivalent of, like, a a college junior dating a high school senior. Yeah, ew. Yeah, it's... Ooh, do you remember the scandal our sophomore year when a bunch of senior guys decided to ask the popular girls in our grade to prom? Mm-hmm. That was crazy. That was... Yeah. That made a lot of senior girls mad. Yeah, that was... Because we don't have a junior prom at our school either, so a lot of senior girls were like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My, okay, my relationships in middle, or in high school, I had, like, the most middle school relationship in ninth grade, which I feel like ninth grade is literally just an extension of middle school, but surrounded by high schoolers. Yes. Um, we went to... Also, an important thing to note about our ninth grade is, I don't know if everyone is like this, but it was two big middle schools combining. Yes. So yes. there were a lot of fresh faces and new people to be infatuated with. Yeah, I... 
this is I, so I my middle school boyfriend technically d- did not like him did not have any emotions <laughs> whatever it's just how it is yeah same thing with this ninth grade guy super sweet guy I liked I was flattered that he liked me and he asked me to homecoming on his birthday so I couldn't say no <laughs> and I remember we went on one date before we broke up and wow I really hope he's not listening he's a great guy great guy he just hope he's he doing is big things. not listening to okay <laughs> there is absolutely no <laughs> way there is no shot <laughs> we went to our date. This man goes to an Ivy League school. <laughs> this I'm thinking about. Well, I guess he Wait, graduated I... now, but still, this man is onto bigger and better things. Wait, I, I, just, I just thought of something, and I don't know if I can say it on what? here. It? I remember that's what. This? No. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you might have to cut this out. Okay. I will let you know. All right. So, one of the Twilight movies came out. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, amazing. I went to the midnight showing. Hello? Monitor on. Keep the monitor on, yeah. I went to the midnight showing, and it made me feel some type of way. Sure. So, I wanted our next... Is this the first movie? I think this is... No, first movie was when we were, like, in, like, fifth grade. Okay. I think this is... I wasn't is, allowed to see... No, them, you're good, so. you're good. Um. Oh, God. I really hope my mom's not listening to this one, but what I look back at now is I realized the Twilight movie had made me feel juiced up, and I had wanted to see it again, because we were seeing a movie like that later that week, and I was like, oh, let's see the Twilight movie, because I was sitting at that theater, and I remember, this is like after he was my boyfriend, and I was like, in my head, I was like, damn, I really wish my boyfriend was here right now. Uh-huh. Um, so, super disturbing now that I put two and two together. Um, <laughs> and then so we went, and I remember he like held my- sexual awakening literally watching the Twilight movie. Like, Edward. <laughs> Um, and then so I remember he hold, held my hand and, um, Jeez. it was so sweaty that I caught the oh. ick. I caught the ick right then and there. And then, um, when we were leaving, you know how, like my parents had, weren't there to pick me up yet, but his were. So I was like, oh, just go. And he's like, no, I'll wait till your parents. And then he was like, I was like, no, it's okay. Just go. Cause I just wanted him to get away. Yeah. And then, so he did. And my parents were so mad. They were like, he didn't wait for you. He just let you left you there alone. I was like, oh it's not a big God. deal. Like I'm grown. Like mom, I literally forced him to leave. I didn't want to see <laughs> I know. him anymore. And like, but like looking back, if I was a parent, I'd be pretty mad too. Yeah. Um, we broke up a couple like a week later. Maybe I think I did it over text because so I was sad. a little piece of shit. Um, and then he sent me a very long video of him playing the scientist on piano the next <laughs> week, and it was absolutely beautiful. That this kid can play piano like no other. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um beautiful um song so there that's a great <clears throat> summary of a fall of freshman year of high school relationship and then it changes when you get your license and i remember he got his license early because he was like just a little bit older yeah. and i remember i was like mm-hmm, what if he's what if he's still interested <laughs> <laughs> i should text him <laughs> <laughs> truly um so that yeah that pretty much sums up i think a lot um, a lot of high school is still, like, there's just so many rumors, and the rumor mill is crazy. And even, we went to a really big high school, and it was still, like, rumors got around to everyone. Um, and texting is definitely still a big part of it, and social media became even bigger for us. At least when we were in middle school, Facebook was all the rage. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved on to high school, like, Instagram and Twitter were the places to be um and then snapchat were you allowed to have a face like when were you allowed to have your social medias i begged my mom for facebook because i didn't have a smartphone Mm -hmm. so i got a facebook before i got a smartphone and 
Um, I was so excited about it. And then I I got a smartphone finally, like, in the middle of sophomore year of high school. And then eventually I was allowed to have, like, Twitter and Instagram. And then I didn't get a Snapchat till I was 18. <laughs> Legal. Yeah. <laughs> I was never allowed to have Facebook until high school. And I think I begged for a Twitter and then I begged for an Instagram. But I was all social media up by the end of ninth grade, I think. That's when then my parents kind of lost their social media reign on me. But yeah. it was... I do remember, like, still stalking people I liked and just looking for new information that I mm-hmm. knew. Like, I fully had their profiles memorized. I would just... I completely miss Facebook culture, though. Yeah, it... I mean, that's not bad. Like, there are now a lot of embarrassing, like, memories <clears throat> out there that I have of, like, middle school socials, for example, that come up on my facebook oh i wish i had that though i kind of like i kind of like the way that social media art archives everything and like you're posting it yeah. now in the moment but looking back on like my old instagram it's like a truly a time capsule yeah it is quite cringeworthy but lots of memories um, <laughs> um something that i feel like was very prominent in high school dating culture is the like best friends to lovers pipeline Mm. i think you see that a lot just like a girl and a guy getting really close and then they eventually were like and that's what happened with my i was gonna say i was like Like, tell me about your best friends yeah that's what happened with me like when him and i were friends for a long time i watched him date other people and then um for a while like things just got more in tense I guess we became more bet like better and better friends and then just ended up dating and it was a it was a wonderful relationship for what it was how long did you have feelings for him before you guys were official um I would say when I first like when I first met him I definitely had a little crush on him mm-hmm. um I remember <laughs> seeing him for the first time you were very you were still very pure I think in like ninth grade and you like introduced us to him in the hallway before homeroom and then you go hot right and I was like <laughs> Because hot was still like a, oh my gosh, I just remembered in fourth grade, I was at a sleepover, and then the one girl, over, and she kept saying the word sexy, and I was so uncomfortable that she kept using the word sexy. Oh, that's funny. She's not restricted. But anyway, um, yeah, and it was really funny because I feel like with your relationship, everybody hyped it up for like, as like long as you guys were friends. It was also yes, from, like, the I, start. What happened with us was, like, I def- I had a little, a little crush on him in the beginning. And then he actually was the first person to ever ghost me. And wow. he ghosted me for another girl. He, like, started dating her. And then we just, like, weren't friends. And then we became friends again with, like, the next school year, which was my sophomore year. You know that there's something between you and a guy when they stop talking to you when they're in a relationship. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> that happens to me a little too many times. It's very frustrating, but I understand sometimes, but it's like, like, in this instance, him and I had never, like, we never hung out one-on-one. We never had, like, spicy text messages. We never, like, mm-hmm. really flirted. We were just genuinely friends. Mm-hmm. And so... With crushes. Yeah, like with baby little yeah. So I, I, I partly understand it, but it's also, it's annoying to just ghost mm-hmm. out of nowhere and not be friends anymore. But then, um, the next year he like dated someone else, we like were close and then not as close, and then my junior year is when we actually started dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I remember when you guys finally started dating, it was like, 
stars rained down from the sky. <laughs> there were cherubs singing. They were like, finally, finally, everybody finally. Everybody was very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, everybody's thrilled. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. I feel like, I remember when you guys broke up and I was like mad and I was like, I don't believe in love anymore. La, la, la. Yes. And then I was like salty about it on your behalf of like, how dare, how dare he hurt her. But now looking back, I can kind of like see it for what it was. as just like a sweet relationship of just like a first love. Yeah. And it's great because like we're still friends now. He's been on this podcast. You guys know him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys all know him. <laughs> no one loves him. <laughs> um, my, I had two serious I don't count Drew. Um, Drew wasn't in high school. But I had one serious relationship in high school, and it was... You guys do follow the Best Friends to Lovers pipeline, though. Drew and I? Yeah. Yeah, Drew and I. Drew and I met, like, freshman year, and we got really close. Drew has also been on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) He's been a a topic. Um, And he's been a guest. Um, Yeah, so... I like we met freshman year and you know how like when you're in middle school and like you're really close friends you can be really close friends with someone especially a guy and never hang out with them because you text yes. all the time that's yes or like you have class friends and you have like the, this absolute best friend who you tell and study off. To, and you yeah. never hang out with mm-hmm. them and it's almost funny because you there's like a mutual unspoken understanding that you guys are besties from third to fifth period but after that like after the school year ends We'll never see each other again. We're just left with really happy memories. Right. Um, Drew and I texted all the time. Just, like, one of my truly besties. Like, I think I talked to him, like, probably the, like, one of the most over text. He was really shy. He, like, didn't talk to me in person a lot. Um, And then um, I had one serious relationship in high school that lasted a few years. And that was... Very high school, very different. Um, I wonder what he thinks when he looks back at the relationship because I did a very toxic thing that I have learned from um, where I just let the relationship go on until I got like got the ick and kind of like mentally moved on and just like was out of the relationship until I actually ended it because I feel like this is the case with a lot of people in their first love is you let it go on too long because you are so set on it you can't imagine it ending and then you're like have no emotions for this person and like you still love them but like not like that and you just like let it keep going because you don't know how to end it I definitely did that and it was very hurtful to him and I feel bad and we could go back but that being said okay like two months after three months after we broke up we were both in like happier relationships with people we were that more suited true. to like it was both mutual. of us yeah. it was truly mutual um, I wonder what he thinks when he looks back of, like, probably, I think I was a menace. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't know if he looks back and was like, oh, my first lover, he's like, this crazy chick I dated in high school. I don't know. I kind of want to ask him that. He almost came on the podcast, too. Yeah. <laughs> almost. He didn't want to. <laughs> I wonder why. I can't believe that he was even considering it for a moment. I was sort of very surprised by that. Yeah, and then it was like he was kind of shocked that I wanted to discuss the relationship or that we wanted to, like, bring up the relationship. Like, really? Like, you're surprised your ex-girlfriend from high school wants to talk about your relationship on your relationship podcast? Like, I know we said we wanted to discuss running, but not, <laughs> not in detail. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. Yeah, great guy, though. I hope he's doing well. I have no idea what he's up to. My boyfriend did go on vacation with him this summer. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. But I haven't well. heard. I know. 
know. I think, like, I have absolutely no hard feelings. Um, when you, I mean, in hindsight, it really, like, it was high school. We were kids. Like, I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. Yeah. I don't know. It was, like, another lifetime ago. It's weird. Yeah. It's- high school dating can be fun, though. It can be also very dramatic and terrible it's, but it can be fun it's such a weird combination because it is not serious at all especially looking back like especially looking back but then at the time it is like the most serious thing in the world right but then there are people who are like marrying their high school sweethearts and i'm like go off i guess it gets serious then i yeah that's crazy um um yeah i think like when i think back to high school like sometimes having a crush was like the biggest thing going on in my life <laughs> yeah definitely yeah like now that I think about it maybe that's why they were so intense because like yeah I did sports and I had like buddies and did things but like nothing as intense as that it's not like now when I have like a career to care about or actually I take that back I don't know what I'm where I'm going with that but I think the vibe was gotten I feel like once you get to college it's almost an entirely different story mm-hmm. I think it starts to really shift if there's two eras of dating in your life, I think it's pre-license and post-license. I think after people start driving, that's when things start to shift. And then after you're out of your parents' house, that's when things are really, really shifting the dynamics. Yeah. Because, so let's talk about college. College is just a ton of new people being put into close quarters, trying to make connections, trying to meet new people. So the resources are there like there's no shortage of people for you to meet and they're pretty close by like you're especially when you're a freshman you're gonna be in a dorm almost always and it's you're you're gonna be able to find somebody um unless you go to Duquesne where the it's like it's like 65 35 girls to guys um so that was interesting but I don't know. I also think the party scene plays a lot into it, and hookup culture is even bigger than you thought it was. I think like I don't. Maybe I I am just like a, a little more sheltered and like innocent than the average person, but I feel like I was still very innocent going into my freshman year of college, and I was like, oh, people do just like have one night stands. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. I, again, thought it was a movie bit. Did not yeah. know people actually did that. I was like, oh, people go to parties and get drunk and have one night stands, and that's a thing. Okay. Okay. This is going <laughs> to age the hell out of me, but I know it's a really big thing, especially freshman year when you're first unleashed. But from shooting, like, I got really, I got pretty close with, like, my last group of seniors, and the idea of, like, I don't know, it kind of just still feels so young. I think freshmen in college. Like, they still... I don't know. Yeah. It's just, like, it kind of, the hookup culture kind of makes me sad because it, it's forced. I was in a relationship all of freshman year, but if I was not, I definitely would have partaked, I think, or partook, I think, and I don't think it would have been good for me because I think I would have been doing it for, like, a lot of validation reasons because I lacked yeah. a lot of self-love them, love then. So I think that can be a really kind of scary thing. It definitely is, and especially with all of, like, the sexual assault things that happen. A lot of that is freshmen, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's crazy, especially, I know I just talked about this, but it puts it in perspective now that my sister is a freshman. Yeah. Because she's, like, obviously my younger sister, she's four years younger than me, but, like, 
she's 18. Like, these people are 18 mm-hmm. when you're going into college, like, 18 or 19, and that is young. Yeah. That's, like, another theme of life, I feel like, is, like, thinking you're old at the time and then looking back and, like, always thinking you were younger. Yeah, like, thinking you're doing mature things. And now, like, just to use us as an example, we're not students anymore. I recognize that we're both still young people. Mm-hmm. Like, we're very right. young adults in, in terms of being an adult. But it just, we have a little bit more perspective from, go like, living through all four years of college now. Yeah, 100%. I still think that when we're 30, we're going to look back on, like, this era and, like, even just, like, the advice we're giving now or the way I was talking about my high school boyfriends so, like, unemotionally being like, you were a baby. Like, you were just a little baby when you are 22. Oh, I know. I can't. And we, we love Girls Gotta Eat. We've talked about that before. And I just, like, I love listening to them, too, because they talk about, like, these dumb decisions they made when they were kids and they'll say they were 22 or 23 uh-huh, uh-huh. and I'm like nice so <laughs> I am good. supposed to be stupid right so now. I and I still have a lot of time to make these yeah silly little mistakes um it's really comforting especially when we're in a space sometimes that makes us feel really old such as TikTok but I don't know what what are your overall thoughts on dating in college um I think it's cool. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> I guess you were in a relationship for okay. most of college. I was in I a forgot. relationship for most of college. We did break up twice throughout college. And I think those two breaks were not like, oh, let's break up for a month so we can hook up with other people. It was never like that. It was like the yeah. first time we broke up was just because, honestly, I think it's because I was like a little bitch. And I think I was annoying. And I think I was needy. <laughs> and I think I was insecure. And I don't think I was capable of being in a, in a mature relationship. Again, conversations with our exes part two. <laughs> Yeah, there's more tea on more this. more tea on so. that. Um, and the amount that I grew as a person in that like what six month break was astounding, and I needed that. And like I consider that one of the biggest changes I've gone through. I literally went from hating myself and like all that stuff to I got a lot more active. That's when I started lifting and just became more independent because. I think it would have been damaging for me to be in a relationship all four years of college. I think that I truly, like, I grew the most that first time that I was alone because I was, he was such a comfort thing um, freshman year. And then once I didn't have that, it kind of, like, set me free. And then when we got back together, I still felt like I was independent and growing and, like, putting myself first, which I thought was really important. But without that breakup, I wouldn't have had that perspective. So I think relationships in college are okay, especially when you find the right person. Like, I have always been obsessed with Drew since the day we met. I loved him, loved talking to him. He was, like, truly my best friend. And then we, like, fell in love, and it was, like, super awesome. And I don't think I would have been in any other relationship, um, especially long distance. I think if you are considering bringing a boyfriend or girlfriend to college long distance, I think you should really, really, really reconsider. We were still in the honeymoon phase when we went off to college because we had just started dating right after we graduated, so we were, like, not going to break up. And it kind of just... We settled into that long distance rhythm from there, but I think that dating someone all throughout college can hinder your growth because college is for you. College is for you to grow and explore and be an independent person and not be tied to someone else. Um, and I'm so thankful for like being able to have that experience and still like having ended up with him at the end of the day. Yeah, that's interesting to hear. And I'm the opposite of that, I guess, because... But- Apart from first semester, freshman year of college, I was never in a relationship throughout the entire experience. So I've, I feel like what you're saying is true. It's, it's formative years. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. So I, 
I feel like you spend a lot of time alone. You spend a lot of time studying, reflecting on things. And it's nice. I definitely dated dated people and hooked mm-hmm. up with people, whatever. But you learn a lot about yeah. yourself and and dating as a whole. I think one of the worst things you can do, though, is go to, like, which a lot of it's out of people's control and there's nothing wrong if you did that, but I think it could be very a recipe for not good things to happen if you go to the same college as your high school significant other. Yeah. Because if I went to the same college as Drew, I don't think I would have made a single friend. I think I would have done everything with them, and I saw right. that happen with multiple couples who um, got together, like, very beginning of freshman year and were just, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, the two of them. They were, like, a married couple living together, doing everything together, staying in together every weekend, not doing a lot of things with, like, the few other friends, that the few other relationships that they've made because they had each other. And I think that can be very damaging as well. I think that's, like, one of the only really bad things that come from a relationship in college. Another element that has been added to college dating culture now is the apps Mm -hmm. which is interesting i think at big schools they're used more to meet people at at your school Mm -hmm. um i think i didn't use the apps in college so i don't really know um but i don't i feel like if you could avoid it in college that would be kind of nice because it's just so easy to meet people like parties clubs class like you're all in close contact which brings us to early adulthood you don't have that which i think is the apps get a lot more popular um i think after you graduate and are kind of looking for places to meet people I think one of the biggest difference I've seen as relationships transition into like these post-grad relationships is that they're so much more calm and serene and like I saw a preview of this because our one roommate had dated someone who's a couple years older who was just out of college and they their relationship seems so stable like they were never fighting there was never any like drama there and I've even noticed that in mine of just like our fights are just we don't really fight anymore. Sometimes we'll have disagreements that are always like calmly talked out. And you know, like freshman year, we would get in arguments over little stupid stuff all the time. And I think that's a really cool part about growing up is that the little things kind of stay little things and don't get turned into big things anymore. Yeah, what used to be a big deal, you realize is not. Yeah. But also the problems get bigger. That's true. Such as like moving Mm -hmm. and grad school, like... Mm -hmm what you want like if you want kids if you want marriage all of that stuff it just becomes more towards the forefront of your mind right and those like big things that you usually like didn't have to worry beforehand like if you were in middle school or high school those relationships you're not really thinking about kids or in college you're not necessarily if you're a sophomore you're not necessarily thinking of grad school um and then for example like if you happen to end up in a relationship with Mr. Golden Retriever Man. Um, if you guys ended up in a relationship and, like, you wanted to go to grad school in, like, California, that would be a big decision that... Right, like, you don't think that's something that I've already thought about? Yeah, I was going to say, can you... T- <laughs> like... Why don't you speak about that? Because I was like... It is because I think now I've... It's been since pretty much high school that mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship. So part of this is, like, meeting a new guy who I actually like is navigating what the what a relationship will look like now mm-hmm. in my life because 
I am very aware that, like, my job is not a job I'll have forever. Um, I'm looking at going to grad school, and I don't know what that will look like for me. Because you kind of have to go wherever has the programs you want and wherever will take you. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just a lot more to think about now. And I I know I'm, like, I'm not 32. It's not as serious as it would be if I were older, I feel. But there's just a lot more little nuances that I never would have thought about even a few years ago, a year ago maybe. I'm thinking about a college situation where one of my friends was talking about how they wanted to go study abroad, but they decided against it because they would miss their boyfriend too much. Um, And then Mm. they broke up. Mm. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened and study abroad things are canceled and they'll be graduating before they're back in. And I like, it like hurts to think about that you could be left with those regrets if you don't. But then at the same time, it's just all a gamble. Yeah. Because some people put their relationships before their, um, like, a specific career move. Not, it's just, like, everything's a ball, and you're just juggling a bunch of balls, and some, like, relationships. <laughs> everything's a ball. Everything is a ball. <laughs> and some balls will be dropped, and, it, like, you can drop some of the relationship balls to, for the career balls and drop some of the career balls for the relationship balls because you it's not, like, one or the other. It's not, like, relationship or career, but you have to find the balance and, like, the aspects of which one get top priority in your life. And I don't know. And, like, you could completely give up, like, a dream job because you want to marry someone who wants – who has a, their dream job on the other side of the country, and it's a huge gamble. But then you guys end up, like, having a beautiful marriage and a beautiful family, and you get your dream job on that same coast, and it ends up working out at the end. But that's a huge gamble because in, on the other side of the coin, you know, you move out for this person, they break up. Yeah. It's – it's just such a it's a lot scarier now and the moves are bigger yes the decisions get bigger the stakes get higher everything gets more intense right and i don't think we have a a ton to say about it right now because we are pretty new to it we're only six months out but so far like we can already see these big differences yeah right in front of our faces and even just looking at the relationship with like the same person that I've been in for, like, we, again, broke up multiple, like, two times throughout college, but we are completely different people from when we started dating at the end of high school, and our relationship is completely different, and it's really cool how it has kind of grown from point A to point B as we've changed, and... Yeah, that's kind of cool how we both have, like, varying um, situations Mm -hmm. to give some takes on. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's, I guess, like, the moral of the story is to just be cognizant of what season you're in. Like, if you're a middle schooler listening to this, um, I'm sorry for (laughs) saying that about you earlier. Um, But, like, enjoy being young. Like, enjoy, like, if you're young and listening to this, enjoy that. Like, don't rush growing up or don't rush trying to have a more mature, serious relationship. Like, the problems will get bigger and, like, things will get more intense as they come along. Like, this has made me reminisce and realize how, like, the... It's kind of nice to be young and ignorant and blissful at at times. And it's so fun to Again, have those Again, I'm not 47, but like, <laughs> just speaking like in hindsight at a middle school, high school, college perspective. Yeah. And I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know we have um, a lot of listeners in the age ranges of like, especially high school and college. So even the differences in there, I feel like everybody has something to relate to there and if you want to tell us about your 
fun relationship from high school, middle school, whenever, DM us. Please, we're, we're all ears. On Instagram at OMW the podcast and TikTok is the same. You gotta go check out go go find Brando Kane's talk yeah, and watch it. It's Brando so King. cute. It's adorable. <laughs> she showed us on the couch and I was like, I went and I went on my phone and watched it like five times because it was so cute. Times too. It was very cute. Um, <laughs> it has like four hundred views, like three hundred and seventy are you, the other <laughs> thirty are me. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have an amazing week, and we will be with you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.